Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the Conge Stray Dogs podcast. Today's a Tuesday recorded episode, which means that things are going to get a little bit chaotic. Tuesday's a day where we just like to chat shit and see what comes up or do something we think will be fun. Hope you guys enjoy it. Does anyone have anything they want to bring up? Um, I don't know. We could talk about all the stupid challenges that have come out online because of kids these days. Well, I'm, I'll do that, though. I mean, have, um, I think one of the ones that I saw, somebody went on Dr. Phil for, and it was like, I think it was acetaminophen. Just taking as many acetaminophen as they possibly could handle and overdosing. Yeah, so they could trip on it. I think it was that. Because they were like, we can trip on these pain pills. I did send a thing in the Discord about what I was trying to talk about earlier, but couldn't remember all the stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that now. I could not all national parks, you know, but there's at least some somewhere. Yeah. That is, like, if you were just camping and this, like, feral person came up to your tent, like, to steal your food or some shit, that would be scary. Right? Ooh, I gotta... Go ahead. This is... This is on an actual, like campgrounds website yeah this is just like a news article this is a campground website <laughs> yeah. being like, oh hey just so you know so fucking feral people out here dude some straight up the hills have eyes people it's probably not as grotesque unless they are inbreeding i am saying they could be because that is the, like the whole hills I've eyes thing is that everybody's inbreeding and have been for generations. Yeah. Which is, if you have if you've seen the hills have eyes, they've had to be in inbreeding for a long time for everybody to look like that. Because mm-hmm. I mean, the uh, the uh, British monarchs have been inbreeding since the beginning of time, and they don't even look like that yet. I do have a dark uh, science thing I can talk about. Okay. Weird science? Oingo Boingo? More like, more like, like, not really creepy, but like damaging to people involved. Uh, so not weird science, Oingo Boingo. No. Um, there was a scientist and his wife, I think actually from Indiana, um, who decided to try and um they they saw the articles about children being raised with wolves mm-hmm. and how they end up mm-hmm. and they thought, okay, what if we instead we could take an animal and raise it with humans mm-hmm. and maybe make the animal more human okay. So people already do with pets? Yes. But they had a their baby their child, like their the mother and husband, the mother and yeah, I almost said mother and wife. Uh the husband and wife's child. You know. And a monkey that they stole 
from its mother, like, immediately after it was born. And they raised them side by side and told them both they were brother and sister. Okay. They have to choose a monkey. Um, Leave monkeys alone. She, basically, they tried to, they forced her to walk upright. So that was the first thing they did, was they trained her to walk upright. Um, and at mm. first she had trouble keeping her balance because she was trying to look up at people um, and falling backwards because monkeys just aren't really meant to walk like that all the time. Um, and they tried to teach her how to speak at one point mm-hmm. and communicate, which she ended up being able to do through pointing, but obviously not through words. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then taught her how to eat with a spoon, how to play, you know, be kind to the child. And then eventually their human child started having developmental issues Mm -hmm. because he was learning how to speak not from his parents, but from the monkey. Mm. So instead of using human words, he learned like nine human words. But then he started communicating through grunts and oohs and ahs instead of human words. So the mom got scared and was like, send that monkey back home. The monkey ended up dying like a week later of pneumonia. Solid. The parents both died. And then way in the future, their kid committed suicide. The parents? <laughs> the parents died. I think they died like a year before their son died, and then their son committed suicide. So that was like what? in the future. What the fuck? There's a dark science thing for you. Yeah, that's that's the spookiest thing all night. It's yeah. like, why would you do that? Yeah, that's just being stupid at that point. What kind of scientists were they that they thought that was a good idea? Indiana. Indiana scientists. Stupid scientists. Cornbread scientists. <laughs> uh, there was another one I found interesting. Getting too drunk off of the corn. <laughs> the corn! Chase just gave me a look like, what the fuck are you saying? Yeah, dude. Trying to find this. They're turning corn into whiskey and drinking it. Corn makes whiskey! with babies. Um, another one I saw, I don't remember the full details of, but, um, they were trying to discover what would happen to a society, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, with certain restrictions placed on it. So they did it with mice. And they split these mice into four different regions separated by bridges so the mice could actually go to the different regions unless the scientists decided they didn't want them to and like stuff started happening like uh during breeding season certain mice male mice becoming more dominant and biting off chunks of the the less dominant males so the less dominant males moving to their own specific region and becoming homosexual and just having sex with each other fun um the more dominant males uh becoming abusive towards the people they had uh children with towards the other mice they had children with 
Mm-hmm. So like doing that and sometimes even eating their own kids and like shit wow. was crazy. That's another wow. dark science. I don't remember the whole thing. We should do we should do a podcast on dark science sometime. Throw it in the yeah. document. Okay. Actually I could do that. I've <laughs> Yeah. If I do it'll make the document come up on stream. Yeah, I'll do that. As in, not do that. I'll put it on the document, but I won't bring document up on stream. Was it dark, dark, scancy? There. Okay. What are you looking for, Chance? This TikTok account that this guy is on and he just does seminar things and people ask him questions and he answers them. It's it's real interesting. He covers a, a bunch of different topics, but I cannot for the life of me remember what it is called. I got a question going back to that um, spooky box article that we read. Okay. Spooky box. As... Do you have a link to the article, by the way? Yeah, I can send that. As um, people who haven't been raised in the church setting, do you believe in demons? Um, I mean, until I was like 10, I was raised in as a Christian. Wow. See, I just, because uh, Tristan never talked about that, so I just figured you guys didn't really. Yeah, no, we went to church quite often. So do you believe in demons? Cargo, I know you haven't been weren't raised in a church setting, really. Uh, having developed my own thoughts on the world and reality and spirituality, I believe in negative energies, not necessarily demons. Negative intents, negative energies, that kind of thing. Um, as far as I am kind of torn. Because, like, as of right now, nah. But then again, I haven't experienced anything that would be like, oh, that's a thing that exists. Yeah. So, like, if I were to experience something down the road, then for sure, you know? But like as it stands, I've I'm just kind of like maybe, maybe not. Okay, here's another question I find interesting on that topic. So imagine okay, the three of us were camping, right? Mm-hmm. And I think this is one that uh, Link proposed to Red on one of their podcast when talking mm-hmm. about. Um, their spiritual deconstruction and moving away from Christianity and what would bring them back to Christianity. Mm-hmm. So imagine the three of us are camping together and we're sitting around a campfire, right? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I float up into the into the air, my body contorts, my skin peels off and like goes inside my body and my eyeballs float out of my head and start floating around. How would you react and what would the, how would that change your worldview? 
Fuck, man. Uh, what? Like if I if saw you just like implode? Yeah. If it yeah, like if you saw me, basically like some ultra demon possessed shit, like float up, skin peels off, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark style, eyeballs float out of my head. Just I mean, you're dead. I can't help you. I'm sorry. I'm running off. I'm running it away. <laughs> Uh, as far as how it would change my worldviews, I don't know that I would think that it was a demon. I would think that it was something I didn't know what it was. I was gonna say I don't. I don't necessarily think demon would be my go-to, but I would definitely be like, oh. Something I didn't expect is a real thing that exists. Don't know what it is, but it's something I didn't. Something I don't want to fuck with. Like I would probably start with like Lovecraftian horror, <laughs> some cosmic thing that I can't see or comprehend is doing this, and I am officially certifiably insane. Like. I I would definitely I would definitely go to the I have lost my mind playbook and be like I need to check myself into a ward <laughs> like I'd be like bruh I need to go to a ward right now hey can I check myself in <laughs> I just saw my friend implode I think I'm crazy <laughs> like I and I would probably actually just genuinely lose my mind at that point. I, th I think even as somebody who grew up in the church for most of my life, I don't think my first thought would be demons. Maybe my second thought. <laughs> Maybe my second thought, he said. Maybe my second thought would be that shit just happened to my friend because of me. Because I moved away from God and now God's like, all right, he's basically Satan now. Punish him, which isn't really something that God does nowadays through those kinds of means. Nowadays, because he did it, he did it a few years ago. No, you know, that was it. Was more like because if you've heard the story of Job, right? Job. There's a guy named Job in the Bible, and basically, Job—I I don't remember the whole thing—but it was like Job didn't believe God existed or something. And God basically told Satan, hey, fuck with this dude. Make him believe. Yeah. And basically, he allowed Satan to fuck with this dude, and Satan, like, diseased him and killed off his entire family and took his land and his livestock and his living till this guy was starving and homeless, and then God was like, do you believe in me now, bitch? See, I feel like, for me, personally... The only way I could, uh, I, I would be a very similar situation. Like I would have to, maybe not, maybe not like have Satan curse me and stuff, but like, I, I would have to have some big thing that I physically cannot explain by natural means. Like, yeah. I think just even seeing a ghost, just like that—that that proof, that evidence of of 
ghosts being real would change my worldview. Because right now, I don't have any evidence for that. I have some experiences that lean me more towards, yeah, that's a thing, than, no, that's not a thing. Can I interject my thought on ghosts? Yes. yes. Absolutely. So, we know that energy cannot be created or destroyed, correct? Alright, so basically, our best guesstimate as to what our consciousness is, is just some form of energy, right? So, once, yeah. once we die, our energy is still around it's just in a different form right we just don't know I, I don't know that it's ghosts i don't think it's ghosts in the way that we think of them right with spirits or or you know the 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 haunted souls i i just think it's a different form of energetic entity that we don't know how to perceive or classify so so kind of like what if, if i'm understanding you Kind of like what when you watch Ghost Adventures and they're like it's a residual spirit. When and when they say that it's like upon this person's death, mm -hmm. the energy and the fear and the anxiety and all the things they were feeling mm -hmm. just kind of soaked into the to to this place, like the stone, the earth, everything around it that is, you know, absorbs energy naturally. And now this energy is being played out repeatedly. Well, and and even not even necessarily like just people who don't want to die. A lot of people don't want to die. They can't let go, right? They can't accept it. Part of their energy is is that they're just it's stuck not accepting it, right? Ad adhering to this plane, kind of deal. Yeah, staying yeah. here even if it's no longer in its physical form. I can see that. That brings up a good question. On your fear scale, where is death? Like, if you were to rate it from 1 to 10, fear -wise. Honestly, I'm not afraid of dying. I'm more interested in knowing what happens after. I, if you know what I mean. Because, like, I, I don't know. No one knows. Because once you know, you it's not like you can come back and tell us. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I'm not afraid of dying. I, I think I would be more afraid of certain ways of dying how i might die oh, for sure. is more scary than the actual concept of dying oh yeah. for sure like if i if it's a matter of like what we were talking about yesterday like i know it's happening just let me sleep and essentially sleep forever kind of mm -hmm. deal if it's one of those things where i'm consciously aware of what's happening and i'm like all right take me then fine but if it's like spontaneously something happens and I like catch fire and I'm burning for hours on end or something like, uh, no, thanks. You know, mm. <laughs> like I <laughs> definitely the method is a huge thing that I'm like, no, thank you. OK, I have a, but, I have a uh, would you rather or a, a, a theoretical here for you, which is worse, drowning or burning alive? Well, in both of them... So, 
So when you're drowning, the oxygen is being taken from your body in the sense that it's being replaced with water. Mm-hmm. When you're burning to death, the oxygen inside your body is, is just being burned away. The fire is burning it up. So either way, you're suffocating as well as... So so if I would say drowning, because if I'm burning to death, I'm not only in pain, but I'm also suffocating because the fire is burning up all of the oxygen I, oxygen I can... Well, but so the question is, which is worse? So you would say drowning is worse than I would burning say alive. Fi- I would say burning alive is worse. Burning alive is worse. Well, see, with with after a certain point, all of your nerve endings are gone, and you no longer feel it. You just yeah, see yeah. it. But in, until and that's that the point, kicker is. Not only do you feel it for a little while, but then you stop feeling it, but you can still see it. And that messes with your head yeah. a lot. What if I so told you... I would probably go, burning is probably worse. What if I told you that was a trick question? Oh. The correct answer is the worst way would to be drowning in boiling water. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> But if it's gotcha. just like if it's just like a nice cool summer day, like a nice solid sixty five, seventy degrees outside, and like nice nice cozy water, you're going for a swim, and then all of a sudden like sloop. Like you're gonna panic a little bit, but once it gets to at, like after your lungs fill and you're not breathing for long enough, you just it's like black falling out. asleep, right? Essentially. So, like, definitely there, there's going to be some chest pain because, you know, you're sucking in water instead yeah. of air. But it's not watching your flesh melt and not being able to feel it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hey. what so about, I would definitely say burning is worse. What about of, falling you know, off a cliff? Or drowning, but you're like stuck under some thick ice so you can like you can like see everything above you but you can't get out and you're just drowning under stuck under this ice i would say falling off a cliff just because i don't like the sensation of falling anyways yeah yeah falling off a cliff is worse I just feel like it would fuck with my head to be able to see a way out, but to not be able to get there. I mean, I would. I don't know that I would see it as if you can't get out, it's not a way out. I guess, yeah. <laughs> You're just stuck it, under. It. I guess it'd be more so be the hope of if I could just get through this, I'm saved. Yeah, but more, yeah, more like there's you. oxygen up there and there's none down here. I just feel like yeah. it's less panic-ridden. I would be able to to come to peace with it more than I would if I fell off a cliff. If I fall off a cliff, I'm afraid and screaming and shitting my whole way down, okay? <laughs> Dude. If I fall off a cliff, I'm getting rained on. Like, my body's getting rained on at the bottom by my own piss. Yeah. His like, is going to hit the ground gonna, after I'm me. I'm going to myself so hard that when I hit the ground, here it comes sprinkling on top of me. Like, well, And also with the falling off the cliff thing, there's the possibility that you hit the bottom 
and you and don't, don't die, die, but you yeah, can't move, and so you slowly just bleed out. Yeah. Oh. Then you're just in pain the whole time. Yeah, I, I agree I would, with you. I would no, agree with you. Uh, so here's the thing, though. If I fall off a cliff, I am fucking beelining it straight down with my head. I am hitting head first, because there's no shot. You're going to try to tumble yourself around, orient to where your head head first. I mean, if it's far enough, I catch some wind. I mean, yeah. they do it in skydiving. If it's Cliff like jumping, if it's like, I don't know. If it's like ten stories or less, no, ten stories is a lot. Yeah. If it's like five stories or less, then I might not. But if it's like twenty or thirty stories or more. Nah, I'm I'm trying my hardest to land head first and die <laughs> like, on impact. I don't want to land feet first and then just be laying there like ah. And if it's a minutes. real far fall, like it, had I been in a one of the towers and had to jump out of a, one of the the towers of nine eleven. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm yeah, doing I'm, my best to like I'm gonna wrap a something around my neck and then just wait until I almost pass out then fall. Yeah. I I, I guess I think a, a good way to gauge somebody's fear of death, right? Mm -hmm. If you know you're going to die. Mhm. Mm but you have two choices, right? Mhm. Mm you either terminally oh. ill, you can step into the sarco and just peacefully die. Mhm. Mm or there's somebody who approaches you, says, hey, I've got a cure for what you have. It is verified it is a cure for what you have. But for me to give it to you, you have to fight this bear with an axe and okay. win. Okay. What kind of bear? Like a what polar kind of bear. What kind a of polar bear? Like a polar bear. You gotta fight How this old am I? Your age now. Like you right, right now. now. You gotta Me fight right now. You gotta fight this polar bear with an axe. And if you win, I'll give you the cure. But if you get to a point where you can't go on, I'll just shoot you in the head and kill you. Am I like am I like the physical condition I'm in now where I can like go for a mile run and still be fine after? Or am I like I feel You're terminally, terminally ill. You're terminally ill. Like I feel it, like I'm like <sighs> Yeah, so there's like this very slim Sarko, chance dude. that you can possibly Sarko, win. We don't. This part of the discussion doesn't even need to happen. Do you? Do you know how big polar bears are? Polar I don't care who the fuck you, who you are, what shape you're in. You're not taking out a polar bear. There's no way. That's a fair point. But let's like... change it up, okay? Instead, you're Hathor Bjornsson, and you are terminally ill, but you don't feel terminal. You feel healthy. Is it still a polar bear? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Boy, boy, you don't think Hathor Bjornsson could choke out a polar bear with his fucking biceps? Make it a brown bear and maybe. Yeah, fine, brown fine. bear is grizzly reasonable. Bear. We'll go grizzly bear. We'll go grizzly bear. Grizzly is still... Grizzly's the second biggest. It's still not... Hey, second biggest <laughs> isn't the biggest. Grizzly is doesn't matter when it's a twelve hundred pound sack of muscle. Okay, okay, with okay. Knives for teeth. Okay, okay, fine, fine. Black bear, like Tennessee black bear. Tennessee that black bear. more reasonable. 
maybe. Two of them. I might. I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna go solid. Maybe. But you're not half Thor Bjornsson this time. You're a shriveled old oh, man. Oh, not half Sarko. <laughs> the only way I'd ever try to take on a bear is if I was half Thor Bjornsson. <laughs> Honestly, Otherwise, I think. Otherwise, I'm going straight to the Sarko. I like, think no matter what. I think it would be cool to fight a bear, so I'm gonna fight. I'd fight even the polar bear, even though I know I'm gonna die, because I'm like that'd be fucking cool. I'd feel like a Viking before my my, my last breath. And, and then oh, he said, th- no, then, he, then he says, then he. You then don't he, want to fight this? Look in Discord chat. You no, you don't want that. I will. I might want that. You don't want that. I'll fight that. I might want bitch. that. They are also one of the most aggressive bears. Look, look, okay, but it smaller, okay. But and he, they won't kill you. They will maim you and leave you for okay, dead. But the guy says, if it gets to a point where you are going to die, he will shoot you in the head, give you a quick death. Okay, give me thirty seconds against the bear, and like then that's maybe the, not even. If that. somebody's gonna shoot me in the head when I get maimed, I want to fight the bear because I want to feel cool before I die. I've never had a chance in my life to feel as cool as I would fighting a fucking bear. It's one of those blaze of glory things. Except nobody's gonna know that I fought a bear and died. Except for this one guy. He's gonna go home. No, no, he's he's got all kinds of press out there. He's got like (laughs) Man fights bear to try and survive his terminal illness. He's got he's got fox and friends. He's okay. got Alex Jones. <laughs> He's got all the best news. Alex Jones Here's... is out there like, the bear is turning the man gay. <laughs> <laughs> the bear is turning the man gay. Turn the freaking frogs gay. <laughs> Here's the question for you. In its own. Who wins in a fight? A grizzly bear? Or a silverback gorilla? Grizzly. That gorilla's got a tiny dick. And that grizzly bear's got a massive conquer. Alright. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's grizzly. I don't think so. I honestly think the silverback takes it. Due to the ability to grab is opposable thumbs, you know. Quicker on its yeah, feet, more well, dexterity, smarter by a mile. Yeah, but one good swipe to the jaw, and that monkey's neck is broken. I don't know. Like, grizzly bears are strong and durable. Gorilla or silverback gorillas are, f- I would say, almost grizzly stronger. Bears are the strongest land mammal, aren't they? <clears throat> Okay. I don't know. I'd have to do more research into that to know for sure. My you, vote goes grizzly as of right now, though. You with the body type of half Thor Bjornsson versus two chimpanzees. No. I mean... Chimpanzees are also insane. They are insane. They rip people's faces off. <laughs> What's my agility? Grizzly bear is not even in the... It's number 10 of the top strongest uh, land animals. Is it really? I heard it was a strongest. That's what it says. Yeah. I guess the source I read several years ago. A gorilla is number four. Okay, well. (coughs) That sways my vote in favor of gorilla. 
What's number and one? Then if, and then if you're going based solely off of comparatively to their own body weight, it's the dung beetle. Okay, but that's not a land mammal. That's a million a dung beetles, beetles versus one gorilla who wins. A million dung beetles versus... Alright, here. A gorilla can lift 2,000 kilograms. Ten times their body weight. How Let's many see. is that in America? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, grizzly bear, they can lift half that. Only 0.8 times its body weight. Yeah, but they how got claws is, and how teeth. How is that in freedom units? Uh, 1,000. Freedom units. Let's go. Okay, so a gorilla can lift 2,200 pounds. Jesus. That's okay. a ton. That's a ton plus 200 pounds. The grizzly is half that. You think if I walked up to a gorilla and said, up, oh, up, oh, he would pick me up? I want to feel that. Oh, I want to you rip your fucking arms off and I want to feel, feel that feeling again. I want to feel that Don't feeling Don't we all? Puppies. Okay, okay. Puppies. You as you are now versus uh -huh. 13 raccoons. Yes. I would murder raccoons. Are you kidding me? I mean, it depends on how feral they are. If they're it doesn't matter. I'm feral enough. I'm more feral than all of them. I'll okay, fuck them up. But Chance, your butthole can stretch big enough for one of those motherfuckers to fit in there. So if you get in a bad position... No, it cannot! It can. The human <laughs> anus can stretch far, big enough for a raccoon to fit in it. Well, I understand that, but... With conditioning, maybe, Almost but they're not gonna get up through my jeans into my asshole right away. There's they no shot, might, dude. They're they're rabid. They're scratching. They're tearing. No, I am grabbing <laughs> one by its tail, and I am just fucking beating the rest away with it until its tail falls off. Then it turns around and bites you. <laughs> Twenty five years of pent up rage, depression, and anxiety. Those fucking. Raccoons are gonna call me mad. My emotions when I'm done are stronger them. than your raccoons. Okay, what about you? You versus uh, an emu. An emu? Yeah, but but that you, thing's tearing me up. Once again, you're half Thor Bjornsson, so you're like like as tall as the emu. Okay, is it <laughs> bare hand or do I have? Now you're bare handed, bro. But do That's I have rough. bare hands or do I have human hands? You have you have Bjornson hands, so basically bare hands. Okay, um, so I have half bare hands. Cool. Yeah. I have half Thunder God bare hands. Got it. I, I'm thinking if I was as big as half Thor Bjornson, I could grab that Amy by the neck and choke Slam him into the ground so hard his neck breaks. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. it just kind of depends on how fast you are. Like if you can do it, if if you're smart enough and you're fast enough, you can get them and. and I mean, yeah. you're not you're not gonna break their neck. I don't know that you're even gonna choke them out. <laughs> You'd have to smash their skull, because otherwise they're gonna kick and scratch you with their giant ass legs and feet. Well, and basically, are you basically have to grab them by the neck and then just slam their head into the ground. I think yeah, I think right now if I had like a like a like a sword or an axe, I could beat a black bear's ass right now. Bring him to me. And you're even more delusional than if you think you can take on an emu. There's no way. I could fuck up an emu right now. No, you could no not. No shot. 
Try me. You're definitely... Not, you're not taking out a Blackberry either. Yeah, I am. For sure. What weapon? I will, I will give you a chance to beat the Emu. You have no chance of beating the bear. A, a, cho- a choppy weapon, not a stabby weapon. Because the bear, bear's hides are thick. You gotta have something to chop through it. Bruh. <laughs> I think... How many times do you think you could swing a hatchet before the bear tears your face off? Bro, I can, I can pick that bear up. <laughs> give me... Okay. Give me a 50-pound a, a bow with three arrows. A hundred yards between me and the bear, the charging bear. To say. And <laughs> distance. Not like a full katana, but like one of those half katanas. And I think by the end of that, I come out winning. Yeah, he, three ar- three arrows, mind you. Not not a full quiver of arrows. Three arrows, not knocked from the start. I have to grab an arrow, knock. Shoot three arrows before it covers that hundred yards, which a grizzly is fast. That's not a lot of time. Yeah, that, hundred yards a... seems like I'm giving it too much my way, but I'm not. I think <laughs> the grizzly's gonna be there quick. They get to thirty miles an hour, I think. Yeah, they're they're fast. They're fast. So that's about enough time, probably, for me to shoot three arrows relatively accurately, uh, aiming, of course, for the face, throat, and chest. Uh, and then wait for the bear to get somewhat close. I throw the bow at it as it's getting a little bit decently close to me, and then I like do a little dodge to the side because they're not they're not particularly great at changing direction real fast. And then just slice that fucker as mi- deep as I can with that across the neck. Parker, what do you think it would take for you to beat a a, a black bear? M16 with a grenade launcher attachment? No. Hold on. What's it called? Because um... I'm thinking just give me a big old axe. Alright. Big old axe. Two-handed. I can move faster. Like, I can dodge faster than that bear. I can't move faster. Obviously, I can't run 30 miles an hour. But if that bear swings at me and I can dodge his attack, I can swing my axe at him. Double-handed. Full momentum. I think I could crack his skull open. Black bear, mind you, not a grizzly bear. Grizzly bear would yeah, be yeah, more yeah. of a challenge. Black bear, we're talking black here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, grizzly not, bear not would be bear. way more of a challenge. Yeah, that's a whole different. And and if we're talking polar bear, like I said, I'd fight him, but I know I'm gonna die. Yeah, polar bears are just too insane. Would you rather I'm fight doing, a? I'm doing a bit of research right now, so like, give me a second. I'm trying to figure out what I would need. Would you rather fight a grizzly or a great white? Wait, let's let Carvel do his thing first. A grizzly or a great white? Give me, give me a Browning. A Browning machine gun. Yeah, oh. a Browning machine gun, and I'll take on the bear. <laughs> I'm assuming if we're fighting a great white, we're in the water. We're we're in the water. But we have a surfboard. We have a surfboard. That's all you got. A surfboard. A Just surfboard. a surfboard? A surfboard and a knife. We'll give you we'll give you that. Surfboard a and a knife. Now mind um, you, sharks' bodies are all muscle. Yeah. I'm still gonna say the shark. Not that I'm gonna fight it. 
but that I would wait until it was coming at the surfboard, and then as it, like, kind of got closer, I would try to jump over slash behind it and then, like, stick it with the knife and then just hold on mm-hmm. with the knife as it swam around because it can't reach around and bite me, right? Yeah. So as long as I hold on with the knife and holding on to, like, its fin or whatever, I'm good to just keep stabbing until that shark is dead. And we're, okay, Grizzly so- bear, you can't do that. For, for the shark, for the shark, you have the surfboard and the knife. For the grizzly bear, you have bear spray and a knife. Does bear spray really work? Not if the bear's angry enough. Like, well, I like... mean, they don't like it, so it, it'll deter the the more uh, just annoyed bears. But if a bear is hungry. Yeah. Or super pissed off about you being close to something like it, where it's living or it's babies or whatever. That bear spray ain't doing dick. Well, it's it's, it's basically like pepper spray for humans. If a human's yeah. pissed off enough, they don't care. They'll just push through it. I also sent a picture of what I need to fight a bear in Discord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm give out here like thing. a bow with three arrows and, and, a, and a, a half sword. Give me that thing and I'm going to sit there and I'm just going <laughs> to... Cargo's out here like, I need a bear. fucking automatic 50 BMG. Okay. Pretty much, yeah. What is your melee weapon of choice? Hammer. Katana. Axe. Okay, now how many zombies do you think you could take out with that melee weapon? Two. <laughs> like walking dead zombies. Walking Dead Zombies, how big of a swarm? Like, how tightly packed am I surrounded? Well, that's what we're trying to figure out, is how many do you think you could take out? If they came at you one one, one, one at a time. One at a time? They're coming down a tunnel or something, and I'm just at the entrance? Yeah. How much distance is between each one? They're pretty, they're pretty close together. Like, pretty much you have enough time to switch to a new attack between zombies? Yes. Like, That's... they're not all on you grabbing you, but you, you have a, a second to swing back. That's just how many times can I swing my hammer before I get tired. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly? 30. 30? 30. Give or take a few. I'm gonna... With, with what, what weapon are you using? A hammer? Yeah. And I'm using a katana. I could probably... And this is just me, you know, taking this to the extreme. I would do it systematically, right? Chop down 10 or 20 right in a row right here, right? And then the other zombies are stumbling over. And then I don't have to swing. I can just stab their heads as they fall down, right? I, I, hundreds. I bet I could take out hundreds. I think, I think, I think with enough adrenaline going, I could take out quite a few. Yeah. I could take out a lot of zombies with with the adrenaline and like the the desire. If especially if I was having to protect someone, like if Hannah yeah. was behind me, oh shit, those zombies don't stand a chance. Thousands. I would fuck. I would kill every, every single one of them. I could kill enough zombies to make a wall of zombies to stop the rest of the zombies. Just plug up the hole with zombies. As many as I need to. How about that? That's a good answer. Yeah, with with this kind of with this kind of hammer, I'm thinking like thirty before I get too tired to swing it anymore. It's a pretty big hammer. 
Well, then, and you got that you got that spike on the end too. If you need to, if you need to get I wouldn't switch to spike. Point. I would want yeah, both ends to be spike's blood. more likely to get stuck. Yeah, I would definitely want both ends to be blood. I bet I'm but, gonna give you the, the but benefit of the doubt. Thing, I bet you take more than thirty. Like I could, I could swing that with one hand, but I'd be going for two because I can get more leverage behind it. But like, just knowing my endurance levels and stuff my arms my tiny little arms i'd give myself a good 30 before okay. i get tired okay here's a, here's a different scenario same scenario but it's different on your end cargo you're de sure. you, you're protecting your dad and for some reason something in the zombie apocalypse happened that he's wheelchair bound and you have to protect your dad could you do more 40. than 30? 40? <laughs> I was like, I can push to 40 now, but after that, I'm fucked. I don't know. It... Gosh darn it, I just messed up my lighting again. Nope. I'll just leave it like like this. Sure. Um, yeah, 40. 40. I don't know. That's, it's, it's tough, because without actually feeling the adrenaline i don't know i don't know how much i could go further with adrenaline because i don't feel adrenaline often so from having experience chopping wood a lot i guarantee you can do more than 30 or 40. i guess it also just depends on how heavy the hammer actually is that kind of hammer i could probably go more and I, I I didn't cut wood with an axe. I cut it with a, a sledgehammer and a wedge. That's yeah, that's I just how, do that okay. shit all day long. That's how we that's how we cut wood for my uncle. Yeah. I guess I was thinking, um, now do you think you could survive a horde? Like a horde. Like entire city of zombies. Well, I guess. Hold on. You're like there's a horde outside, thousands of them. You're in a barn. They're bashing the door in. There is an exit, but it's right next to the door, and it's a ladder you have to climb. Before you get to that ladder, the zombies bust through the door. Are you escaping that barn? Depends on what I have at my disposal, I suppose. If I have a browning. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a browning, you're just shooting the door. You're just like, gah, 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 gah. well, you got to think most, most realistically, what do you have at your disposal in a barn, right? Like pitchfork. Pitchfork. Rope. Uh -huh. Pole. Hey. You tie one end of a rope to a pole, and then when and you tie another to the other end, and they're not smart enough to go anywhere but towards you, so they just all get stuck on this rope. Just pitchfork them. I think I guess that's fair. I think some of the smartest like zombie deterrent things I've seen or bite deterrent was in the train of Busan when they duct tape like textbooks yeah. to their arms mm -hmm. so the yeah. zombies couldn't bite through them. If I had textbooks, like magazines and stuff, yeah, I could probably survive a horse. Now you I don't even need to do that. You can buy body armor online. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen people online being like, "Why, why, why in these zombie shows do we not do we not see people wearing full suits of armor?" Just wear, just well, wear that's like, impractical. But 
Just wear two denim jackets. Yeah. <laughs> Double denim. Like a like leather jacket. A jacket. They're not biting fits. through a leather jacket. Yeah, like wear wear a denim jacket that fits comfortably and then a leather jacket that that fits comfortably over the denim one and you're good to go. You're safe. Well even <laughs> even if this zombie virus, right, increases their amount of bite force somehow. I don't think there's because of the way human sheep teeth are shaped. I don't think they're biting through leather, anyways. No. Well, yeah, no. And the force that it would require, their jaw would break before they bit through it. Yeah. Well, and, and even if they could like bite you that hard, if your bones are just crunched, right? Yeah. You don't have you. Don't, you're not infected. As long as you yeah. don't get infected, that's like the thing. You don't yeah. want to get infected. It doesn't pierce the skin. So legit, just a high quality, or even just a decent quality denim jacket, and then decent quality leather jacket, and you're good. You're safe. I as think, far as upper body goes. I think and then if, just get some flannel-lined denim pants, and you're good. <laughs> like, I think I've talked about my zombie apocalypse like plan before. And it was to like round up everybody that I knew would like be useful. Or people that I just need, feel like I need to protect or help. Wear a pair of these boys. Yeah. Cut resistant gloves. <laughs> Go out to Canada and just build a community there. Like, yeah. get some of the older guys and, and, you know, the younger guys who can learn still. Have the older guys teach the trades that they have. Like, we have electricians and people who work with wood and, you know, all that kind of shit. Like, I would grab you two, uh, you and Chance. We would dude run to Harbor Freight and just take their whole stock of solar panels. <laughs> not a bad idea, actually. You could you do could that. Run. You just have to wait until there's not enough humans and then find a building that already has solar panels. That's it's quite it. a big thing up in Canada, actually. Yeah. I mean or if you wanted if you actually wanted to build your own secluded cabin slash community, then you could go get some solar panels. But like, dude, just solar panels and you're good. I think you you've got you've got it. My my biggest fear, and this is the why I said I would go to. I think it's a specific region in Canada. Um, is that if the virus can be transmitted through mosquitoes? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. I need to find a place cold enough that there aren't mosquitoes, but warm enough that I can still plant things. Yeah, which is hard. I mean. In reality, you would probably need to build a, a greenhouse to be fully sustainable year-round. Which, I mean, if we get my sister and her boyfriend, then they built their own greenhouse out of some 2 by 4s and a sheet of plastic. He he programmed the... the you literally, yeah, you can literally like, do it with just some posts and some cellophane wrap, basically. And at that point, grab a solar panel to keep the keep the uh temperature control going yeah. like who are the first people you're searching for in a zombie apocalypse first people i'm searching for like outside of your immediate household outside of immediate household or outside of immediate family like outside of immediate household because searching implies that you you have to go and find them well probably just based on sheer proximity Probably like my mom and sister and niece, just because they just live right down the road. I mean, and then probably 
probably from there go to my mom's parents, grandma and grandpa. Um, I don't know. From there, I guess, try to come find you, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. Because, like, the next closest people are, like, your parents, Nick, and then my other sister way up north, borderline in Michigan. Well, and if we're going to Canada, we can go through Michigan. Yeah, we could just get them on the way. And then we could jolt over to the east a little bit and swoop up Brandon. (laughs) The thing is, you gotta, like, call people first and be like, hey, I'm coming to get you. Yeah. You know, yeah. Before phones go down and stuff, which it'll take a while before that happens. Yeah, it, would. it would definitely take a while, especially in today's setup, today's infrastructure. Like, phones will last as. I think cell phones would last as long as you can t- keep them charged. Like, if you can keep your phone charged, you can you can have service. I would think. Chase, who are you grabbing first? I mean, outside of, of course, Emmeline and her fam, her parents and the people in and around Muncie, uh, a couple people up towards Michigan. But it's all just people up towards Michigan. Yeah. I, I'm thinking... The, I don't really... Continue. I think, obviously, the first people I'm searching for are, like, loved ones. Yeah. Like, and then the next people I'm searching for are... People who can bring something to help mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Like, and then once we're you know set up, if we find the here and there straggler struggling, even if they can't necessarily provide anything insane. And 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 in America, we have the added benefit of in this situation, guns being legal. So you find yeah. somebody that you know has a shit ton of guns. And you're like, hey, let's go together. Well, I mean, at that point, I'm already somewhat set because my dad's got his nine millimeter and his AR. Mm-hmm. So, like, see, even then, though, that, you gotta I can take the AR and just the worry would be drawing them with sound. Well, yeah, definitely. It would have yeah, to no. What you really need is bow and arrows. Well, and that's, yeah, of course. And that's what I'm that saying. Would be the ideal ranged weapon. Chris and Chance and Tristan are three people I'd grab because they know how to use bows. Yeah, they know how to make bows and arrows. I think Miranda still has hers. I know how to make a bow out of PVC pipe. Yeah. And I'm thinking at this point, I have blacksmith set up. So I have a trade that I can do that'll be useful to everybody. Cause... And I would very gladly do that as well. <laughs> I mean, you know you know how much fun I had <laughs> that day. So like, I'm really set up I'm for the fucking apocalypse, man. I got carpentry experience, survival experience, hunting, why, why, fishing. Why don't we just do that now? Dental experience. <laughs> I've trained in dental stuff. Like, screw screw jobs and taxes. Let's just go live in the woods. <laughs> I wish. That would be amazing. Just live off the grid. If if I was better at surviving by myself and I was able to keep Hannah alive, 
and our you know children that would come um yeah. i would do that 100 percent for sure but i also wouldn't like if i had to give up like gaming and internet stuff it would be a hard uh, sacrifice because i enjoy that stuff that's what brings me joy Oh, obviously you wouldn't have to. I watched this this TikTok of this guy. He travels around in a van, and he's got a mobile streaming setup. He can set up pretty much anywhere and stream. Yeah. Another guy who does a podcast from his traveling van. That would be fun. I, I think it is getting to that time. Um, I think that was a good conversation, especially near the end about the zombie apocalypse. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that's um, good. So um, thank you to anybody who watched. Uh, once again, I'll edit this video down and put it on Spotify at some point. I uh, hope you have a good night. We love you all. Yeah. Bye.